Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. I got this kind of gift. I can see people, places, things others can't. This is the closest most people ever get to their dreams. Last Night in Soho starts deceptively simply, like many of director Edgar Wright's films. Eloise is packing in her bedroom at her granny's house in Cornwall. Posters, pin-ups, old album covers, and in pride of place, a picture of Audrey Hepburn in her breakfast at Tiffany's phase. If I could live any place in any time, I'd live here, in London, in the 60s. Eloise has much of Audrey's elfin appeal, but does she have the same grit underneath? She'll need it as she heads off to big bad London and the fashion business. She moves into a bed set run by Diana Rigg in her final role before her death last year. Miss Collins? Yes? It's Ellie. We spoke on the phone. Oh, yes. Room is on the top floor. Diana Rigg is not the only 60s presence in the cast. There are featured roles for Rita Tushingham, Terence Stamp and original Bond girl Goldfinger's Margaret Nolan. Right, well, before we start, we need to establish some rules. I have a few rules. Don't take smokers. I don't smoke. No male visitors after 8 o'clock. That's a problem. And no using the laundry room at night. It rattles right through to mine. Eloise, she prefers Ellie, has already established her obsession with the city and the era in her fashion choices. But things take a turn for the strange when that night she has a more than usually vivid dream. A dream of stardom in 1966. Last night, I saw something in my dreams. Her 60s surrogate is Sandy, who lands in Soho clubland with a ruthless determination to make it as a singer. Sandy's played by the Queen's Gambit's Anya Taylor-Joy, a far more glamorous 60s type than Ellie. Marianne Faithful, maybe, or even Brigitte Bardot. There was a girl. And you are? Sandy. The way director Edgar Wright works his two leads is dazzling. Many of the effects are practical in-camera tricks using mirrors, real and fake, doubles and brilliant choreography. In a digital world, nothing succeeds like real movie magic. Ellie wakes up and can't shake her dream off, particularly when she picks up the action the following night. It's undeniably exciting at first, parties, nightclubs, and always the promise of fame and fortune. And if Sandy runs into some pretty sleazy types along the way, well, this is her time, not theirs. Hello, you're a gorgeous creature. What's your name? Sandy. Go to join my friends and I, Sandy. Thanks, but I'm here to meet the owner. I am the owner. Oh, I doubt that. I'm whatever you want me to be, Sandy. 
But, of course, that's not true. Yes, the 60s were huge fun. The music, the fashion, the beautiful people and the famous sexual revolution. But it was also completely run by men and older men at that. Very few of the so-called stars were in charge of their own lives, least of all the women. Well, hello there. The bartender said I should get to know the handsome fella standing next to Silla Black. You should. And you are? The next. Silla Black. Are you now? And Ellie's dreams start turning into nightmares. She starts to wonder if Sandy could have been a real person. Who was she and who was her dangerous friend Jack? Matt Smith is a very 60s hustler. If it's a dream, whose dream exactly? What did you see? Do you believe in ghosts? Last Night in Soho is a brilliant recreation of a very specific era, all the more impressive for the production being closed down for weeks last year. The closing credits roll over those nights in Soho, eerily deserted during lockdown. Like most Edgar Wright films, it's occasionally too clever by half, though 60s directors like Dick Lester and Roman Polanski would no doubt heartily approve of that. I want to report a murder. You witnessed the murder last night, but you believe this was a vision from the past. The guy that killed her is still like that. I have to stop him. Slightly more puzzling is why the publicity for the film has tended to overlook actual star Thomas and Mackenzie. It is Eloise's story, she's in just about every scene, in favour of the undeniably glamorous Anya Taylor-Joy. I could see you want it. More than anything. Well, this is just a taste of things to come, Sandy. So which one will the public take to its bosom? I'm reminded of 60s hit movie Georgie Girl. Good girl Lynn Redgrave got the boy at the end, but it was bad girl Charlotte Rampling who walked off with the stellar career. Where are you going? I know what you did. I've done a lot of things. You're going to have to be more specific, love. You can't save me. Will Anya Taylor-Joy pull off the same trick? It all comes down to what happens next, I suppose. Thomason's finishing an English TV series based on a clever Kate Atkinson novel, while Anya's next is a star-studded movie with Robert De Niro and Margot Robbie. Let's see who lets their life go, I suppose. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale, starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hulu.